In the gospel reading today, we hear Christ speaking of giving us a peace that the world cannot give. What is this peace which Christ wishes for us? For many people, peace means an absence of war or violence. No bullets and no bombs equals peace. This understanding of peace ignores the fact that violence comes in many forms, all of which undermine the intrinsic human dignity of people. Discrimination is an act of violence. Corruption does violence against the state and all her citizens. Environmental degradation can also be seen as an act of violence against what Pope Francis calls our common home. The peace of Christ cannot be limited to an absence of bullets, bombs and blood. Some people see peace as a life without troubles. Everybody gets on with everybody else, no problem. However, if we look at the life of the early church, the community formed by the disciples of Christ and the first converts to Christianity, we see a world full of troubles. Saul, who became the great apostle Paul, persecuted the Jewish Christians and was responsible for the deaths of many. The Roman authorities persecuted Christianity throughout the Roman Empire, torturing thousands of Christians to death for the amusement of the Roman public. The peace Christ gave was not an insurance policy against trouble and was not a guarantee of happiness. Some people would say that we cannot speak of peace without acknowledging that justice is a constitutive element of God's peace. Justice is about being in right relationship, both with God and with one another. If we can achieve the justice of God, then God's peace will inevitably follow. So, is the gift of Christ's peace simply an absence of war? Is it simply a tranquil and untroubled life? Is it bringing God's justice to the world? I think the peace that Christ gives us is something different. It is the knowledge that he is with us, even in, maybe especially in, our times of trial and trouble. When we know, not just intellectually, but deep in our hearts and bones, that God is always with us, we will know a peace that the world cannot give. The Acts of the Apostles describe a troublesome situation in the early church, when the church was divided between those who wanted pagans to become Jews before they became Christian and those who did not think it was necessary. The church was divided between those who wanted to make it easier to become part of the community and those who did not. It must have been difficult for those advocating for a more inclusive church to challenge and to disagree with leaders such as the Apostles James and Peter. What made them persevere 
through the uncomfortable tension created within the church, was the sense that God was with them and that it was God calling them in the direction of greater inclusivity, even when the established church thought differently. What made them persevere in their belief was the peace that Christ gives to those who know they are doing the right thing, even if it is not the popular thing. Just this week, Archbishop Cordelione of San Francisco banned Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House of Congress, from receiving communion. He did so because as a politician, she has supported the right of women to choose abortion. Well, Pope Francis has said that communion is not a reward for the saints, but it is the bread of sinners. Neither I nor Pope Francis are commenting about the rights or wrongs of abortion. But Pope Francis is pointing towards a tendency in the church towards excluding people we disagree with. Unlike in the Acts of the Apostles, we are good at making it harder to belong rather than easier. This is also true of women who sincerely believe that God is calling them to some form of ordained ministry. It is true of men and women who believe that God has woven into their very being the desire to be in some form of same-sex relationship. This is also true for women who've had children out of wedlock. The synodal process here in our archdiocese has emphasized a few things about how we want to do church in our archdiocese. Firstly, it has shown us that we want to create a culture of listening in our parishes and diocese. Secondly, it has shown us that we want to create a culture of welcome. Judging people, marginalizing people, and punishing people are not how we will create the listening, welcoming, and journeying church that we all long for. As church, I believe we are called to make it easier for people to belong, not more difficult. And I believe we have an obligation to walk alongside those who are walking in the peace of Christ. They are our brothers and sisters who believe deeply and sincerely that God has given them a vision for the church, even if that vision right now is not completely our own. But if they are truly walking in the peace of Christ, it should make our, us take their vision of church seriously, because, just maybe, it may also be God's vision for the church.